You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing season two, episode 10, which is called Who Are You? Or as we called it, Who, who, who are you? <laughs> who, who? I really want to know. <laughs> There's more swearing in that song than I remember from all the, commercials, <laughs> the TV commercials. <laughs> After we recorded that, I listened to it. I was like, oh. <laughs> Good times. I love when there's a song that they only put, like, part of in, like, a movie trailer or something. And then you look it up and you're like, oh, that's why they only put part of it. <laughs> <laughs> or just, like, the the musical part, not the lyrics. And you're like, ah, yeah. I see. <laughs> We're going to do our summary discussion and spoiler-free summary discussion. Summer f- summary? <laughs> what am I even saying? Summary, spoiler-free discussion, and then spoiler discussion like we always do. It's a summary summary. A summer a summary summary. <laughs> Summer's almost over. The beach arc <laughs> is almost over. <laughs> it's not even the middle of summer It's our yet. last summary summary. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's coming in the next episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the rest of this episode of this podcast. I don't know what the title for the next <laughs> one is from. So <laughs> I know, but I cheated. Okay. Well, good. We can talk about it later in the spoilers. <laughs> I didn't. I was busy. I was By busy cheating, saving I mean, my I Spotify account. I saw people account. talking about it online, and I was like, "Oh, that oh. is what that's from." Oh. Okay, let's talk about it later. Let's talk about okay. not spoilers right now. <laughs> um, this episode covered the content from chapter sixty-four and sixty-five of the manga, and we covered it in our podcast episode number thirty-three. I checked it this time. I verified <laughs> this time on the last time, which was I'm called "With All the Power I Can Muster." Thank you. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> For doing my due diligence as, that I didn't do last time. <laughs> the episode opens with Toru, Yuki, Haru, Kisa, and Hiro admiring the collection of fireworks that Momiji bought. Though Toru has forgotten, it's the last day of their beach trip and Yuki worries that they may have made her lonely because of their family circumstances. But Toru reassures them that she's truly happy that she could spend summer with them. And then we cut to the opening theme. After the opening theme, it's time for them we'll get to anime special. And Toru goes to get Momiji, who wanted to watch too, but he's out of the room. On her way to Omiji, Toru thinks that Yuki Kyo and Kyo have changed quite a bit since coming to the beach. And what about me? She wonders. She hears Omiji and Kyo talking from around the corner in the hallway. Omiji asks Kyo if he has to go to the house again tomorrow to visit Akito, and it turns out that he doesn't. If I said I was happy for you, would you get mad at me? He asks, and Kyo says that he wondered why everyone kept abandoning Toru, but now he understands that they were doing it to protect Toru. Omiji says that Kyo makes it sound like they're doing a good thing, but we've... I've been doing it all wrong, he says. I'm selfish for wanting to make memories with Toru despite everything. I'm selfish for loving Toru so much. I'm selfish too, Kyo says with a smile. Humiji is like, huh? But Toru, Toru hurriedly wipes her tears from her eyes and collects herself and then comes around the corner to uh, collect Momiji to go watch the anime. And while they're watching the anime episode, which is amazing, <laughs> Mogeta is pink? I was confused. Isn't he normally yellow? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't remember what they did in the first time that we saw Mogeta. This is a sidebar, I guess. <laughs> Didn't they have an earlier episode of Mogeta? Was he pink? Yeah. I don't know. I think he was in the like, movie. wasn't he like possessed or something? So oh, yeah, it's hard to right. say uh, if his color was uh, <laughs> was due his to the possession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's like, don't do it, Mogeta. And Mogeta's like, okay, or whatever in the in the movie, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway. <laughs> While they watch, Toru thinks that she wants to do something more for everyone, to change something. Elsewhere, at the Annex Beach House, Shigeru sits with Akito in the dark. I don't remember what they called it. Didn't they just call you, it the guest house? You just come up with a different name for it every time. Yeah, I do. Someone in the last episode, one of the characters in the last episode used the word Annex, so I started using that. Now it's the Annex house. It, yeah, usually. Because I don't know what it's... House. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dialogue isn't as consistent the main the main beach house i think later in this script it's the big beach house but yeah no yeah i'm glad you appreciated my um running joke i guess (laughs) because nobody they they refer to it in somewhat inconsistently in the dialogue itself in the subtitles so (laughs) i'm sure it's like the same word but in the subtitles it's a little different every time Mm -hmm. so anyway there in the dark shigari sits with akito he asks why Akito brought Kureno, and Akito says that Kureno seems to be out of sorts recently. Shigeru says that he might be stressed, and Akito says that he's the one who's stressed. Shigeru asks from what? Why is he displeased? I'm displeased with you, Akito says, and Shigeru frowns. You're not kind to me at all, he says. Shigeru argues that he is. 
not kind enough Akito yells standing the wrap that he typically wears falls off of his shoulders his eyes are wide and he acts deranged you were much kinder before you only looked at me Akito remembers a flower being given to someone I don't know the memory's vague he leans over Shigure holding his face you do you actually the woman Kareno knocks on the door and interrupts with a message from the main estate is Rensan getting rowdy again? Shigure asks from the other side of the room. You want to know? Akito asks. Without confirming or denying anything, Akito leaves with Kureno, and Shigure looks displeased. Akito goes to get changed, and as he does, still looking deranged, he repeats, That woman. That woman. Kureno checks on him, but it turns out that Akito is nowhere in sight. <laughs> At the big beach house. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, please. Please. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> At the big beach house, as called stated before that it would be called, Momichi reviews the fireworks for tomorrow and pats them gently before heading to bed, which is a gesture from the, the manga, but I appreciated it just as much <laughs> in the anime. As he passes an open curtain, he sees Akito standing in the yard. Did anyone else freak out when they saw this? Like, I knew it was coming, and I was still like, oh shit. Yeah, they did give it kind of a horror movie oh, vibe so with the like, barely like open that. curtains as he like walks by. And, and Akito is so sight. pale. Yeah. He just looks like a ghost. It was terrifying. <laughs> Momichi goes outside to speak to him and asks Akito what he's doing there. I came to see Toru Honda, he says with a, menis- a menacing grin. Toru, who couldn't fall asleep in her room, gets up to take a walk. Outside, Akito says that he has to leave soon, hasn't seen Toru yet. Momichi says she's probably asleep. Wake her, Akito says. No, Momichi says, spreading his arms and standing to block Akito from entering the house. You're mad right now, right? You'll take out your ang- anger on her, right? What's wrong? Why are you so mad? Momichi says. What? Why do you want to know? You want to get to know me? To understand me? Why? Akito grimaces, then punches Omiji, screaming, You make me sick! Understand me? You just want to belittle me. You just want to define me by the reasoning that gives you the upper hand. Akito picks up Omiji by the shirt collar, and Toru, who has come around the corner upon them, yells to- at Akito to stop. She stands between Omiji and Akito. Stop? Why are you giving me an order? Akito says. How terrible. You're not a very nice person. But Toru Honda, I was kind enough to come see you. I don't care how disrespectful you are to me. There's something I came to tell you, Akito says, taking Toru's cheeks in his hands and pulling her close. Don't be so full of yourself, scum. You might think that you saved Yuki and Kyo. Better take that arrogance down a notch right now. Let me tell you something. You see, after high school, Kyo will be confined, just like the previous cat, for life. And Yuki and everyone else will live and die in the Soma estate with me. All the Junichi will live in the same place, in the same position, at the same pace. They will not take, and nothing will be taken from them. Forever unchanging. A future of happiness, an eternal banquet. But I'm not letting you join us. Akito starts to walk away. Is that true happiness? Toru says, voice shaky. To be confined in the Soma estate? And she thinks, all the effort everyone was making to continue moving forward. Akito says, will you stop saying that like it's a bad thing? A stranger like you has a different way of life than us. It's not so simple that you can just decide if it's right or wrong. It starts to rain. Who are you? Toru asks. Akito looks frustrated. He comes back over to Toru. Who are you in the Junishi? She asks. Toru remembers her mom telling her the story of the Zodiac as a child. Once upon a time, God told all the animals. Akito takes her cheek in his hand. The word God reverberates in Toru's memory. To the Junishi, above all others, my existence is equivalent to that of God, Akito says. He pulls away, scratching Toru's cheek deeply. I'm the commander of their souls. Kareno finds them. Akito calls him over and introduces him. This is Kareno Soma, the rooster, he says. Nice to meet you, Kareno says back awkwardly. Akito comes back over to Toru. Toru-san, all the Zodiac will come to me in the end. They can never be separated from me, so don't try to ruin our blessing anymore. Stop meddling and behave, or else you'll be punished. Toru falls to her knees after Akito and Kareno leave. Akito-san is God, the one who stands above the Junishi. That's why they couldn't disobey him, she thinks. Then what about the curse? An unknown chain that binds. The end point to everything. It binds everything, binds everyone, and Akito-san? Suddenly, Atori and Shigure find Toru in the yard, and Tori inspects her face. Shigure explains that Momiji went to find them, and Toru asks about him. Tori tells her not to worry, he's standing nearby, and she sees Momiji. Momiji starts to try to apologize, but he can't, and starts to cry. Toru hugs him. Tori and Shigure comment on Momiji's handling of the situation with Akito. He really hung in there. Compared to him, look at the rest of us. Inside, Yuki, Haru, and Kyo watch as well. Haru holds Kyo back. It's so pathetic I could puke, Kyo says, and he leaves. 
So he thinks that he's pathetic sometimes too, huh? Yuki says. And in the subtitle actually says she, which is weird, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about Kyo, so I don't know why they translated Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, that's... Anyway. Supposed to be Kyo. Kyo, yeah, I know. Anyway, whatever it's mean. (laughs) Also, he wouldn't say... He would say Toru if he was talking about Toru. He says, like, Aitsu instead of someone's Mm -hmm. name, so I'm pretty sure he's talking about about Kyo. Anyway. (laughs) Haru says it's hard to protect someone. Huh? I was gonna say, I was like, Japanese is hard. We'll give him a break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's it's tricky. (laughs) All those gender-neutral pronouns. Um, Yeah. Especially the ones that are like, uh, like derisive or whatever. Where it's mm-hmm. like, you, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Haru says it's hard to protect someone. Yuki remembers his and Toru's encounter with Rin in the woods. Yeah, it's not easy to protect someone, he agrees. Night turns to early morning and Toru sits on the edge of the bed that she shared with Homiji and Kisa. Even so, Toru thinks, I want to protect them. I'll protect them no matter what. She smiles and she strokes Momiji's cheek. Later at the beach, the rain has cleared up, but it's not quite sunset yet, but Momiji excitedly insists that they should go ahead and set off fireworks. Hiro asks why both uh, Momiji and Toru were hurt. Oh, I fell while I was walking last night, right, Momiji-kun? Toru says, and Momiji looks a bit surprised, but then relaxes. They rest their foreheads together and share a sympathetic smile. We're two bees in a pod, Momiji says, and Hiro's <laughs> like, you mean peas? Kyo furthers a distraction tactic by asking which one of the fireworks will be first. And Momiji has already decided. And then they set off this weird, like, snaky, smoky firework that gets longer, <laughs> question mark. And everyone is like, that's terrible. And Toru's like, it was worth it. It was worth seeing it once. <laughs> Toru asks if Kyo set off fireworks before. He says that he did when he was little. Shisho found out that he'd never uh, set off fireworks before, and he bought a bunch. I remember discovering how fun they were, he says. And he asks if Toru has set off fireworks before. She says that she did it with her mom, and it was fun. She says, Mom said she got excited when she saw fire or fights. And as all the other kids run past holding sparklers, Kyo is like, is that her Yankee blood? <laughs> Haru and Yuki read the instructions for another firework, which I assume is a bottle rocket. I don't know. We weren't allowed to shoot this off, so I, I'm yeah. not sure. But it says to put it in a bottle. Yuki, <laughs> Yuki says, oh, it says not to point it at people or buildings to Haru, who has pointed it directly at Kyo, who complains loudly about it. <laughs> don't worry, you can dodge it. I believe in you, Haru says. <laughs> I like the, the, like, don't try this at home that flashes on the screen. Yes! <laughs> yes, the most important part. Or don't don't point bottle rockets at your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or buildings illegal, or whatever. Like, in most places where we grew up. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, oh, if it says put it in a bottle, I think that it's a bottle rocket, but I have no idea. So... Yeah. <laughs> We probably could have set off the, like, smoky, snaky thing. I have no idea what that is, though, either. I've never yeah. seen that. They did have those ter- what looked like the sparklers with the terrifying paper around them that burned me as a child. I can't remember we <laughs> talked about this before. I feel like we talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, the paper ones are probably the last time we were talking probably. about Probably. <laughs> From far away, Rin sees the group on the beach and then turns and leaves. Toru narrates, Shisho's son didn't show Kyo fireworks for confinement, and Yuki-kun doesn't continue to fight because he wants to return to the Somas. Probably deep in their hearts, everyone has futures that they want the freedom to hope for. But if the curse restrains him from doing so, I want to break that curse. I'm probably over- overreaching my place. It's easy to say you'll protect someone, but even so, if they're all set free from everything, and have days when they can truly cry and truly laugh, and even if I'm punished, I want to break that curse. Yuki hands Toru a sparkler, and they talk- a dangerous sparkler. Um, <laughs> they talk about how, um, they talk about everyone- how everyone's having fun together. Yuki says they've never all gotten together like this before. It's strange, she says. Summer comes every year, but the same summer never comes again. This time I got to spend it with you is important to me. When Luigi comes to sit with them on the stairs by the beach, then he and Yuki lure Kyo over despite his initial stubborn refusal, by teasing him, essentially. As the final big fireworks go off, Toru thinks, I want to protect the path that they all walk on with all my strength and then we cut to the credits yay <laughs> fireworks it was a good fireworks scene every anime mm-hmm. needs a fireworks scene we talked about this yeah. before last time when we talked about this a year ago mm-hmm. it was october i checked the date when i looked at the episode <laughs> that was when summer actually bled into fall mm-hmm. instead of summer being in spring well like it was this. like uh 90 degrees so <laughs> it was hot it's probably hot for you yes <laughs> yeah so it feels like summer it was probably cold for me by then. I'm looking sadly into the distance, but nobody can see it. <laughs> I still haven't gotten the hang of this medium. <laughs> okay, good. So this was a great episode. How about that? Mm-hmm. Can we start off by saying that? Yes. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed the music a lot. There was a lot of different background music. Also, the scene with Kido was really scary, and I liked that. Also, mm-hmm. Kido's straight up 
really punch Momichi in the face. I thought it was a yeah. slap. I don't remember. Wait, I need yeah, to. Yeah, they look. added some blood to this episode. Um, yeah, they did. Had a little spray of blood when Akito punched Momiji, and then, like, the scratch marks Scratcher on Toru's face. face started bleeding. Bleeding. <laughs> which right they away. didn't do in the manga. Yeah. Nope. Well, I mean, I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. I am reviewing. Oh, I think Akito's making a fist. I was just wrong. Mm-hmm. I just remembered it incorrectly. I blocked it out of my memory, probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember it as a punch, but it was much harsher and, like, being yeah. animated and with the, like, spray of blood from his nose. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's visceral. Yeah. In general, I think, um, like, the animation and the voice acting did a really good job of, like, making, like, Momiji's, like, absolute terror in that scene. It was very obvious that he was terrified. And yeah. he, like, hides behind. I caught a lot of the action description there, because Akito is talking about things that I think are important to talk about for the episode, but he's, like, cowering behind Toru in, like, a way that's, like, you can tell that he's trying not to be yeah, scared, like but he, he's he terrified. doesn't want to be, like, cowering, but he's, like, the part where he, like, says Akito's name and just, like, buries his face in his hands, like, it's obvious mm-hmm. that he's, like, completely helpless to do anything, but mm-hmm. be terrified. There's also times that I found really interesting where Akito calls Toru stuff that's, like, not super harsh. Like, he's, like, it's translated as, like, oh, you're awful, like, scum or whatever. And they both, like, really reacted to that. Mm -hmm. So, it's not, it doesn't, I feel like there's so many worse things you could call somebody. Um, (laughs) Even with my limited knowledge of Japanese, I feel like I know. But, like, they, it's more like, I think the... I think that it shows um, Akito's power over, specifically over the Junishi with Momiji's reaction. And then also just like the way that, I mean, the way that Akito's being super like uh, commanding in the, and mm-hmm. physically intimidating. Yeah. It's just like the, like how scary Akito's temper is. Mm-hmm. Than, like the words themselves. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And also <laughs> like, I, I love, I don't know what other people's opinions are, but I love Akito's voice actor because mm-hmm. she's like scary as fuck so yeah. <laughs> she says things i think like the lines that she chooses to make scarier are always really interesting like i can't think of a good one offhand but like it'll be like 90 percent of the conversation 90 percent of akito's lines are like i'm it's like a tone that's like i'm very annoyed with what you're talking about or like i'm you know like a kind of like a reprimanding parent or something like mm-hmm. it has like a I'm like I'm seething inside but I'm not letting it out and then it's just mm-hmm. like from that to like 11 of <laughs> yeah like of rage and like kind of like a deranged mm-hmm. look and it's crazy yeah, it's, the... it's like it's cool I don't know like yeah the, the like the transitions from the like like almost polite to yeah. just like unhinged rage is like really well done it's like one line it's like the end of yeah. a sec it's like the end of... <laughs> she's just like says something really intense it sounds like it's stuff that you read it and you're like oh shit like especially like she when she threatens Toru at the end and she's like something that you it would be easy to really like overact or like yell mm-hmm. or she's like or else you'll be punished or else or else you'll be punished it's like or else you'll be punished bye and it's like very like everything's very like matter of fact but then sometimes things just go way off the rails like when Akito was uh like leaning over Shigure and being like that woman, that woman. It's like mm-hmm. some seems like out of nowhere. Like the person who's yeah. portraying Kido is really good at portraying Kido's nature of just turning on a dime and mm-hmm. seeming sort of like, sort of like kind of lethargic, depressed. Like I don't even know what Akito. Akito's always in the dark. Um, Akito's almost never outside, even in these chapters at the beach. Mm-hmm. And then being going from sort of like withdrawn to like completely enraged and like deranged. It's very yeah. interesting. I appreciate it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know yeah, I talked, talked about good. it already, but the Momiji <laughs> seeing Kido in the yard was also terrifying. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't expect to see mm-hmm. you there. <laughs> Except I knew. Yeah, the way it was, like, uh, shot isn't the right word since it's animated. Um, <laughs> framed, I mean, I guess. like, for, yeah. Like, the cinematography the sh- of the shot the scene. was planned, yes. Yeah. The scene was, um, yeah, orchestrated. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it makes it really spooky because, like, the... I could be wrong, but I feel like the windows were just open in the manga. Um, I don't know. I brought it with me. Or at me. least I, more open. But I brought um... my stack of books today for recording. <laughs> very, and it's like, oh, for some reason, there's a bookmark on that page for whatever reason, <laughs> or like around then. I'm pretty sure you just like, it's similar, but it's just it's drawn from a different angle. So mm-hmm. Momiji but walks like away. Just, yeah, 
But just like the way it's like he walks past like just a little slit open in the curtains and like yeah. sees Akito out there like just really like almost a flash like it's really spooky. Well, the thing is that so the thing about the manga is that it's the same scene where he like past the past the thing and he walks by and then you see him look out the window, which is a very similar shot to the anime. But then what happens in the anime is that he we see Akito from inside the house, so we see Akito outside the house mm-hmm. in the. In the manga, it's drawn looking inside. So it's like Akito... It's from the perspective of being behind Akito, looking yeah. at Omiji inside the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what like what it is. It's like, from Omiji's perspective, it's like shown as more of like a surprising thing. Like, he like mm-hmm. caught his eye out of the corner of his eye as he walked by, rather than, like, you see Omiji look out the window, and then we see Akito. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It does have more of, like, a horror movie vibe, because it's more like Akito, like, appeared, as mm-hmm. opposed to... It's the same also, like, um, Akito also just disappears from the room. So, like, yeah. I'm trying to remember what exactly happened. Yeah, that was different. Um, I think it was. I looked that up, because, um, like, Akito and Kareno, like, leave together. Yeah. Leave the house together, and then, like, it's implied that, like, Akito, like, gives him the slip at some point afterward. But at this point, it's like, we see Akito, like, raging in the room as he changes, and then, like, Kareno checks on him, and he's gone, so. yeah. There is no scene where Kurino checks, so it's like Akito just changing and saying that woman, that woman, and that's the end. There's no mm-hmm. scene in between where Kurino like checks and notices Akito isn't there. Yeah, that's like the scene where like I feel like in another story he would have opened the thing and then like the thunder would have cracked and like the lightning. Yeah. you would have seen like the flash <laughs> in the room and no nobody's there. <laughs> yeah, I also liked um, talking about like tiny changes to that scene. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the how they had um, in the anime they had Akito like start to walk away. Yeah, Akito and then, comes like, back, come back like, three in the middle. Yeah, I think it kind of led to that. We talked about it a bit, like when we talked about the manga version of the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about how like Akito's like trying to like reestablish dominance, basically, and is like convinced that he's doing it. But mm-hmm. we see like we see that obviously everyone's like starting to move away. But I think it kind of like worked in that pattern because like it seemed like Akito like walks away very satisfied. Like mm-hmm. I have told Toru what's what. And she won't interfere anymore. And then, like, when she starts to talk about, like, is that happiness? It, like, you know, he comes back much more angry. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, you're right. In the in the manga, which I am looking at now, he stays there the whole time. Mm-hmm. So he lets her face go, but then he just stays there while she asks the questions and asks, yeah. who are you? And then he grabs her face again. But, yeah, you're right. He walks away and then comes back. And yeah, I was just adding face. that little bit of, like, like Akito kind of mm-hmm. walking away, seeming satisfied for a moment until Tor speaks up again. Got to the part of the manga with Momiji not being able to apologize. It's so sad. Yeah, I thought that was also well done. Mm-hmm. Skip ahead, but yeah, it's interesting. So there's yeah, there's a couple little changes that make Akito seem even scarier. I think, which is yeah. Another cinematography enjoyable. thing I liked is like how like the first couple shots of Akito at the house um, like cuts off like the top of his head. Like you mm-hmm. can barely even like see his eyes. It's really spooky. You just see his uh, scary smile. Mm-hmm. And then after Momiji argues with him, you see his, like, creepy eyes. Angry mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. I guess one other minor difference that I noticed... I don't know if there's anything else to say about Akito, except that Akito... Well, I guess we should say it's important to point out that, I guess if you just listen to these and you haven't read the story, Akito is the... It's revealed in this... The big reveal in this episode is that Akito is the, like, god figure in the Junishi myth. And I I also mm-hmm. liked the effect where they... Toru remembers the story and then the word... Uh, like god just like reverberates in her memory mm-hmm. like in that like they put a reverberating effect on it i liked that a lot yeah um, yeah i've always liked that um it's a good reveal like how they did that in the manga with her remembering the story mm-hmm. over the reveal and like yeah i think they did a good job translating it to the anime yeah it's always interesting how it's like her mom you know it's like a childhood story and then you have this like confrontation over a person who's just terrifying at the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah i can't I can't remember at this point how they did it in the like first episode of the anime, but I remember I always liked the parallel of like when the like very at the very beginning when the animal transformations first are revealed, mm-hmm. she remembers her mom like telling the story about like the cat and the rat part mm-hmm. of it, and then like in this she remembers the the god part of the story mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah, you're right. It's um yeah, it is. It's I think it's similar. It's like definitely probably in the anime they did it similarly too, where it's like her mom's voiceover. Yeah. It's like the cat who was left out didn't get to go to the banquet. 
And mm-hmm. then it's the then Kyo's the cat. Has the, like and the cat was always chasing after the rat to mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's um so another little minor tiny tiny minor difference that I noticed but it stood out to me was in the aftermath where Toru's they're in the the bedroom with Momiji and Kisa and I'm pretty sure in the um well wait, I don't have to be pretty sure. I can be a hundred percent sure. Where she um she thinks that she wants to protect them and stuff like that and it's like um early in the morning kind of like after after the dust settles and where she's sitting on the bed and she like looks she touches her cheek and then she looks down at momiji and she's like i want to i want to protect them i want to actually the nar- there is no narration that's hers it's like um so there's this like so yuki and haru have their conversation and it says um yuki says protecting someone isn't simple and then there's like this narration that says, but even so, I want to protect her. I want to protect her above all else. Um, and it shows Toru and Momiji, Toru look, touching her cheek and looking at Momiji and Kisa in bed and then smiling. So it's actually not her narration at all. Then they make it Toru's, they made it Toru's narration in this where she's like, I want to protect them. And she actually like reaches down and, and mm-hmm. like touches Momiji's cheek or like strokes his head or something, which I thought was very, um, like sweet and kind of motherly we talk about how Toru Yuki sees Toru as kind of like a mother figure mm-hmm. I think before and there was earlier evidence of this in the beach episode where she like mm-hmm. fluffs the sheet like covers them with the kids who are sleeping with the blanket and stuff like that um but it just reminded me of it just seemed like they were building on that idea with that little gest- gesture which was nice yeah I liked it mm-hmm it doesn't really make sense for that narration to be Yuki's. All the rest of the narration in this, like at the end of this chapter, is Toru's. So, or this mm-hmm. part of the story is Toru's. So, it kind of makes sense for it to be Toru, something Toru thinks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, another tiny difference is that Rin is there at the end watching them. So that was mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yuki does remember her. Like he remembered her during his conversation with Haru. Like that also happened in the manga, but it didn't. It happened in the anime. But this, like, the scene of her kind of watching them at the end and leaving was interesting. I feel like it implies. Something that totally makes sense, but I didn't really pick up on when we read the manga, which is, like, maybe Rin was there to make sure nothing bad happened to Haru. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But I always wondered why she was there. I don't remember if we ever really talked about it. Um, like, at the time, when we talked about this before. But Yeah. It certainly seems like that's the case. Yeah, because the whole thing about her, like, saying that, like, she doesn't want anything to do with Haru anymore, but it's, like, because she's trying to protect him. Yeah, it seems like that's the case. Yeah. But yeah, it makes more sense. And then Yuki also thought about her... Like I just said, he thought about her when they were talking about protecting people. I did that in the manga too, and I don't know why, like... I don't know, maybe we talked about it, maybe we, we pointed it out, I forget, but... Mm-hmm. I just, like, yeah. made more sense I think it's, time. like... Yeah, I think, like, this... I think the anime edition helped, like, make it seem like it's kind of goes both ways. This is kind of spoilery, I think, that we're talking about right now, but, like... Maybe. I think the anime makes it more... At that edition makes it more clear that it goes both ways, whereas I think Yuki was more realizing that, like... Because, like, I don't think he'd fully realized what the, like, Rin and Haru situation was yet at that mm-hmm. point. And so, like, Haru being like, oh, it's hard to protect people made him kind of, like, go, like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. And then we've also seen her, like, sneaking around the main house, which I guess it makes sense. Like, she's kind of skulking around, so I think it puts a... It puts her, like, skulking around in kind of a different context, too. Because it looked like she was yeah. doing something kind of, like, nefarious. Mm-hmm. Especially with her, like, weird, like, scene with, you know, sexual scene almost with Shigure, where it was like, yeah. what are you doing? And then we know mm-hmm. that she broke up with Haru. Um, so it kind of puts her, like, mysterious activity, I think, into a bigger context of maybe yeah. being more about watching what's going on with him. And maybe in a more mm-hmm. benevolent way than some other type of way. Yeah. Whatever way you could interpret it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So that was something that just like the anime made it a little bit clearer for me, even though we've talked about this. We just talked about this whenever I just said mm-hmm. in October and also read this a thousand times. And <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed, yeah. always enjoyed the fireworks scene where Momiji's mm-hmm. like, I know which one is going to be the good one. And then it's awful. That's really funny. Yeah. And then when Haru points the bottle rocket at Kyo, <laughs> mm-hmm. always good for a laugh. Yeah. That's why I insisted in keeping all the dialogue in when I wrote it because mm-hmm. I think it's funny. I like the little scene of like the kids running around in the background. Yes, with sparklers. <laughs> yeah, they added a bunch of kind of like depth to the scene. So they're running around with sparklers. Yuki or Kyo and Toru were talking. And then Yuki and Haru were like doing their thing in the front, like kind of in the foreground. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Yeah, it's a party. 
The party. We also heard in this episode about the mysterious Ren San, who we haven't heard of before. No. Mm. I think Shigeru did mention her before. Yeah, I think we had, like, one passing mention of her, like, an episode or two ago. Yeah. Um, I guess I just wanted to point that out Yeah, I think, um, when he was talking with Hattori about, like, why is Kareno here? Oh, and then he's like, oh, something about Ren? And then Hattori was like, you mean... Hattori's like, like, don't talk about that. (laughs) She who must not be named. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it seems to be that um, Ren was causing a stir at the main house, whatever it was. No yeah. idea what it was. Whoever she is, whatever. Whoever she's doing. she is, whatever she's doing, and they had. That's why Akito like had to leave or whatever. It's like we know it's probably a she since Akito's going. That woman, that woman. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about all. <laughs> I think they said. Didn't they say something else? I forget. But yeah, I don't know. It seemed like. Well, it's it's difficult to interpret. Could it have been about Toru? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's ambiguous. It could be. It could be. Yeah, I do think it was kind of nice to, like, think the addition of it making seem like Akito goes, like, straight over to talk to Toru afterward. Yes. Like, by making, like, showing, like, Akito, like, disappearing from the room. I do think the, like, raging, like, that woman, that woman makes it clear that, like, there was some kind of transition into there into being mad about Toru. Yeah. Even if Akito started off being mad mm-hmm. about Ren. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. it, it, yeah, it makes it clear there's some issue that's beyond just Akito. Akito's, like, it's it's ambiguous what Akito's talking about with Shigure. Akito is like, you need to be nicer to me, or whatever, and, like, do you... It says something about that woman. I forget exactly what Akito says. Mm-hmm. And then gets cut off, and then continues to say that woman, that woman, and then also goes to attack Toru, or goes to visit, quote-unquote, visit Toru. Yeah. So, <laughs> Akito is mad about multiple things, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Momiji points that out, too. Momiji's like, oh, you're angry. You're gonna take your anger out on Toru, right? Why are you mad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which just makes it worse, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I think in the manga, like, they seem like kind of two, more two separate scenes rather than being, like, kind of a connected event. Mm-hmm. Since they have, like, it ends and then, like, you go to, like, over to the house rather than having, like, Kareno, like, looking in and, like, oh, Akito's gone. And then, like, oh, Akito's at the house. Like, it made it, like, a clear, like, <laughs> this is what happened. The killer's inside the, the house. house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does seem like that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's also just a function of the medium because it's like you gotta yeah. flip the ca- flip the page, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think those are like the addition of little scene does tie it more together, so that makes sense. That yeah. is, is interesting. Just little small things. We're good at finding little things that I think make a a difference in how the story is mm-hmm. told. I think even Toru's dialogue about the curse, not like changes stuff, but she does say afterward, after the encounter with Akito in the manga that. Like Akito, the bond that that binds the Junishi also involves Akito. Like it's not like mm-hmm. Akito is separate as the like god figure. So yeah. I think she said that explained it in a way that also makes sense here, and it's pretty mm-hmm. clear. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like a difference in translation, but I Maybe. do think it was like somehow clearer in the anime. Just like sort yeah. of her like, because like I remember I looked back at it. It's like she says like some, like. The curse that binds everyone, blah blah blah, and says like also binds God or whatever. But it like shows kind of a, I don't know. It just seemed like less striking somehow in the manga than like her like thinking of it and then like kind of going wide eyed and then going like binds Akito. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it's it's funny because it's exactly the same scene, but the 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 dialogue is different. So it says the curses, and then she says the curses, the mysterious change that binds all the members of the zodiac. The curse that binds everyone binds God. Question mark. Which I think you might have said word for word just now. I don't know if you're looking mm-hmm. at it too, but I'm not. But okay. I'm proud of my memory. <laughs> you're pretty good. It was good. And, and but it shows Akito walking away like Akito's back, just like in the in the anime. But yeah, I think saying binds Akito also mm-hmm. makes that clearer. Yeah. Somehow. It's mm-hmm. the same scene, but just slightly different. Yeah, it's just, like, it's a real slight difference, and, like, I don't even know mm-hmm. if it's... I don't know. Like, just a translation choice, or if it was actually slightly different in the manga and anime, but it yeah. It could have been. It... I don't have the original Japanese one with me. Yeah, but I think it's effective. Like, yes, I agree. Just the change from God to Akito. In summary, I agree. <laughs> I think they're doing a good job of... And, like, it could have been purposefully ambiguous in the original dialogue. I mm-hmm. think, like, Natsuki Takaya... I think we've seen evidence in both the translation and in, like, the original Japanese that there are things that are, like, purposely kept vague for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think the, like, the anime has the benefit of, like, being done. having the full story out in front of it and, like, choosing what it wants to 
to do with all that information, so. Yeah, that's true. Like, in, like, the way it's, like, in the changes just into, like, the order of some some of the episodes and events and kind of condensing some things. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. So, you get a lot of things. I think they make little changes to make the story a little bit easier to, a little bit clearer, like, up front. Yeah. Um, which I don't think, like, ruins any suspense or anything. I think it just... Yeah, it's a difference in, like, both the medium, like, the medium itself and also, like, the scale of the medium, because, like, the manga is released over a really long period of time. Years. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, so, like, there's, you know, there's a benefit to having, like, build-up and more ambiguous foreshadowing kind of stuff, mm-hmm. whereas if you're trying to tell, like, a, a tighter, like, however many episode anime, like... You can kind of, like, cut some of that, ooh, yeah, what's probably. going on, tune in next <laughs> month kind of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, I don't I don't have any other things to say that aren't spoilery, I don't think. I don't think so. We just have established Toru's resolve to break the curse. I still find it interesting they didn't make this quite a mid-series finale. Like, it's... Um, yeah, it does feel a bit like a, a bit of a finale, like... Well, there's fireworks. That's how you know it's a finale. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like I was kind of wondering. I was like, I wonder if we'll get a new opening. I don't know. Next episode, but I don't know if we will or not. It just kind of felt like it, kind of an ending of, you know, since we've been at the beach for so long. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, we'll see. With well, a we'll significant reveal and kind of a, you know, significant change to like character motivations and stuff. So, so yeah. it kind of felt like a mid-season finale without actually being in that right position to be a mid-season yeah. finale. It's like a like a third season finale. <laughs> it's episode ten, so yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's like a nearly mid season finale. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. We'll see what happens next. I'm I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, seamless segue into um, next next time we're going to talk about chapter chapter well episode eleven, which is called All Mine. <laughs> so. That'll be a good time. And also, we'll talk about spoilers yeah. for a sec after this. <laughs> Yee. Yay. Yay. Okay, good. <laughs> that, we'll see you all next time for that, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. We are back to talk about the spoilers. Yay. All of them. Yay. <laughs> all the spoilers. Um, we were talking before about Ren and Akito, mm-hmm. uh, in a non-spoilery way. There was something you mm-hmm. said that you want, wanted to say that was spoilery? Yeah, I was just kind of, like, just to elaborate on a little more, I liked how they, like, the way that transition made it, like, more of a sharp connection between her being mad at Ren and then being mad at Toru. Like, mm-hmm. the, that woman, that woman, woman, obviously, is referring to both of them by the end. Yeah. And, like, we've just read in the manga about, like, how thoroughly connected her hatred of Toru is to her t- hatred of Ren, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a good, I I liked that part of this episode where it was, like, Akito and Shigeru together, and then Kareno comes, and then Akito's sassy, then Akito goes and changes, and is, like, that woman, that woman, and then goes to Toru. Like, mm-hmm. it was a nice, um, I think, because we know all the stuff that's going on, it makes sense where it's, like, the issue Akito's bringing up the issue of like Ren Shigure and Ren's relationship, and mm-hmm. then Ren's also causing trouble at the main house, which is part of the, you know, like the bigger Soma family issues that we talked about recently. And then it goes into Toru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All her problems are about Ren. We talked about this. Yeah. With, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah. It was just yeah, it was a good set of like tension building yeah. moments. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Um, another little uh, thing in that scene, I, the uh, scene with the giving the flower. Oh yeah. In in the manga, it just shows like a picture of like hands holding. Oh really? Like obviously, it, yeah. It's like I looked back at it because I was like, I don't remember a flower scene at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just has like a little like faded scene of like I'm assuming like Shigure holding Rikito's hand. Yeah. Um, I don't think they had the flower scene yet in the anime either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think the. I think we've seen like flowers associated with Akito. Yes, like that flower, but I don't think we've had that specific like of Shigure giving the flower. It's from later so. in the manga, so I don't think so. Yeah, um, but 
yeah i was like and then there's a flower and then there's this it's like okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they also brought those flowers back at the uh at the end of the episode with the like the curse binds aikido 2 scene oh i didn't notice that like in the good call yeah, in the manga, it was just more generic-looking flowers, but uh, it was specifically the Akito-associated flowers in the anime, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, I think Akito's flower was sem- somewhat unset at this point still. I mean, it's like it, it's used, but sometimes it's not, like, not for every single thing, like you mm-hmm. just said. So, yeah. what, Did um, we decide they were, like, camellias or something? Uh, Yeah, I remember yeah. what it's called in Japanese, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a Japanese camellia. Yeah, camellia japonica. Anyway. <laughs> yes, so it's a keto's flower. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's cool. I didn't I didn't notice that it was being used in that one part of that scene as well, which is cool. So yeah, I think we also touched on this briefly, but I think it's interesting how they the anime does a good job at emphasizing Rin's behavior as mm-hmm. being protective of Haru rather than something else. I said it before, yeah. but um, we can talk about it very freely in the spoilers, which is mm-hmm. nice. I liked that. I liked her kind of like they added her at the end, kind of like looking, watching the mm-hmm. fun and then leaving. Yeah. With the resolution that everything will be okay, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like showing like she's very much like isolated from the rest of the group at this true. point. Yeah, that's true. She's like, I want to set off fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sparklers that's that with the paper wrapped around them. Yeah. She's like, I like those weird snake things. Yeah. She's like, that is the best one. Why did they set that one off first? <laughs> yeah. That's why she becomes friends with Toru. Because she's like, it is worth seeing. <laughs> that was the whole You're basis right. of her friendship. <laughs> <laughs> the only other spoiler that I have is like the scene with uh, Kyo and Momiji, of course, is like, when Mujiji's like, oh, I'm selfish, I wanted to spend more time with Toru, because I love her so much. And in the, like, manga, it was translated slightly differently. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I just yeah, like I her. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it did. And then Kyo's like, oh, yeah, I like, too, I'm selfish, like, too. Specific- <laughs> yeah, with the specifically, like, him saying, like, I'm selfish for loving Toru so much. It's, yeah. It's, uh, I'm sure they specifically choice there, I think. Yeah. chose that instead of, like, yeah. even though I'm sure that it's ambiguous it's Daisuke probably I heard it yeah. <gasps> that's definitely love then yeah that's so emphatic <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah and then yeah and so Kyo it sets up it established the Momiji Kyo Toru love triangle situation yeah and then he also comes and says that, I mean all this stuff happens at the end but it was very like obvious like you have this scene where like Yuki and Toru are sitting together and Momiji comes and sits with them and then they get Kyo to come too so they have this like Everybody who's the potential love interest for Toru, yeah. see? <laughs> Toru's harem boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying to remember somebody made a joke about that in the actual series. I can't remember. I don't think so. They always talk about them being so beautiful, all the somas. Mm-hmm. Hakaru is like, are all of you beautiful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, any other things? Spoiler things or things? Oh, wait, what is, so what is this all mine? What is that a reference to? What did the internet tell oh, you? It's, it's, um, the Kagura and Kyo backstory. What? Oh, where she's like, she has oh. the thing where she says, like, that the Kyo from that time is, is like, mine, mine alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How dare? Where's my Hattori <laughs> Maiko stuff? Yeah. Well, I doubt it's gonna be only that, because that's a pretty short amount of content, but I don't know what else they're gonna yeah, put Yeah, it's probably, it. like, half an episode, so. Yeah. I don't know. They're good at picking like random junk from different parts of the manga that goes together. So, yeah, that's also kinda, like, seems was... farther away. It's really not. I was it's just Let me like look a at my list chapters because I was looking through it. Like, I was briefly looking at the like post beach post content, and we've got we've got that. That's like a couple chapters after, and we've got uh, like Toru talking to Kazuma and Toru's grandpa is sick. Oh yeah, it says Toru mm-hmm. actually show about the curse. How to, the next one is Toru Ashisho about the curse and uh, Kyo and Kagura backstory. That's what it says in my list. Yeah. So yeah, it's only one chapter. So, so maybe it is that. Yeah. Maybe those things yeah. happen. So I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna combine those two, or <laughs> if maybe they're gonna do the like student council full introduction stuff. When will so the night school doctor be. find his romance? <laughs> 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 I'm sure they'll bring it back. I, they can't not. But yeah. Can they? I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> then forever it'll be like, well, Fruits Basket 2019 was great, except for the fact that they removed, uh, they erased, <laughs> like, Tor- Tori and Maiko's uh, yeah, relationship. I feel like they would keep it, just because, like, like, the ending has such an emphasis on, like, showing everyone's, like, happy endings and stuff. Yeah. And, like, they kept in, like, Ritsu and... Mitsu. They added stuff Michan, with Mitsu. Like, yeah, me, yeah, me so, I, mean, I always call If you were gonna drop a romance, romance, I would drop that one. Like, <laughs> well, it was basically dropped from the from the manga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They like substituted uh, like Michan in a whole scene that Toru's in, which was great, but not mm-hmm. what happened in the manga. I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, but anyway, it was yeah. No, mm-hmm. where's my night school doctor teacher <laughs> romance? Yeah, it'll probably come up. I just don't know when. Better. <laughs> I mean, or else, as Maybe Kido it will say. come up next week. <gasps> combined with the Kagura stuff. Uh, <laughs> be a weird choice, but they could. I mean, it's entirely plausible. It just would be we'll very just keep unrelated. talking about it in the spoiler section every week until it happens. Oh, I will. You hear even me? If it's the very, you hear even me? Even if it's the finale episode, we'll be like, maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> until maybe next release time. release a bonus episode with... <laughs> It's actually going to be on a, like, OVA or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have any things that I want to talk about this time. Yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Next time we'll talk about what, uh, whatever happens next time in episode 11. Kagura and Kyo and who knows what else. Yeah. Maybe they'll just somehow extend it for the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I saw like some of the like preview screenshots that mm-hmm. had non Kagurakyo stuff, but I wasn't paying that much attention, so I don't know who was okay. who else was involved. <laughs> I didn't um I was so behind because of my test that I was <laughs> working on that I um yeah. I like forbid myself from looking at Tumblr. I didn't finish watching the episode till today. Mm-hmm. It's it's Saturday. Yeah, so, like I didn't really <laughs> it's just, like I didn't really go looking for it, I just happened to see it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was like, Oh, that's what it's about but yeah. That's well, why I don't we'll see. Anything else about it, so. We'll see. All right, good. We'll see you next time then. Yes. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>
And so we had like a lineup of them. Like we decided what order they were gonna go in, like <laughs> Momiji did. And so we had like a lineup like set up on the like it's really the edge of the awning and like we moved them down as we set them all off. Maybe this is like a cultural uh, <laughs> consistency between everywhere where it's just like you have to decide the order of the fireworks. Like that's yeah. very important because I think we also used to be like, okay, like this one's yeah. not as exciting. And then we got like two of these. So we have to do this one early and then this one again yeah. later. And then everybody would be like, oh, I like that one. So then it's like this one's my favorite one. And then we'd have one big one at the end. And then in my case, our neighbors on not like our direct neighbors, but people on the neighborhood street like one street over would set off the illegal kind that went really high in the air. So we yeah. got to watch their illegal fireworks for free and from a safe <laughs> distance from our roofs. So that was yeah. exciting. Yeah. Remember we had like several that were like, they just kind of like flashed. Like it was like, uh, what the heck is the word now? Like a strobe. Yeah. Strobe. Yeah. It was like a strobe flash basically. And like after the first one, my dad would like, got like, <laughs> like dance in front of them saying he was doing like a flash dance. <laughs> oh yeah. We definitely used to do that too. <laughs> I remember doing that, and we'd all be like, oh, yay, we're, like, in slow motion, lol, yeah. you know, we were children. Yeah. That's really funny. Children we've never my dad. <laughs> I just want to point out to, like, the world that we've been friends since middle school, we've never talked about this before, so I don't, I don't know how this has never come up, but it's know. really funny. I haven't done fireworks myself in, like, a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably will cancel it, but normally they do, there's, like, some, a bunch of big parks like there's a big park near our house where they do big fireworks and we can see them from our house and stuff sometimes like mm-hmm. we can see the big big ones i've never been to the actual park i wonder if they'll actually they probably won't let people go to the park but i don't even know if they'll set them off yeah a sad day for canada i mean <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably set off fireworks here cause yeah nobody gives a shit there yeah <laughs> they're like it's our it's all right to have haircuts and set off fireworks <laughs> You'll have to wait for two hours at the fireworks, like the side of the road, like phantom fireworks stand. But yeah, God forbid anybody in America not be able to set up fireworks for the goddamn 4th of July. (laughs) It's my God given right to blow stuff up. It's your like, it's It's in in the the Bill of Rights. Yes. (laughs) Little known fact. Are you preparing for your American citizenship test? (laughs) The right to set up fireworks is in the Constitution. Everybody knows that. I mean, they have gunpowder. It's kind of like the right to bear arms, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is Backtrack on my joke. This is how I defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from fireworks. Bottle rocket. <laughs> the pointed at the face. <laughs> okay. What, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, Summer. Yeah. It was, I was right talking after about the, like, bottle rocket joking, because we were talking about the, uh, the don't try this oh, at home. Oh, don't worry, Joe. You can judge it. Or you can ju- judge it. You can dodge it. Judge wow. It. <laughs> 